We're on. What's up? Hey, hey, Raisin Nation. It's another Sunday night. <laughs> or you're probably listening to this Monday morning as you go into work to get your news for the week, get you prepped for the office. So, well, if you're just waking up and tuning in on a Sunday morning, your way to work, welcome, welcome to Raisin Man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and tonight's episode is dedicated to a couple of different people. Um, the author of Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. You see, he just died a few, a couple hours ago. Oh no! Wait, yeah. literally a couple hours ago. I got this when I got the push notification from so, COVID. I'm not sure. I'm author not of sure. the movie or author? <laughs> of, of- <laughs> author of the movie Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy is dead at 89. So, oh no! This goes out to him. Did you guys see that movie? Yeah, I did. I, didn't. I heard it was, was it so boring. It, it was so boring and bad. Yeah. <laughs> that made me want to see it. To hear something is so wildly unbelievably boring. I couldn't make head nor tail of it. The, the, <laughs> there wasn't even like enough like the, like you I wasn't gripped by any sort of mystery. I was like everyone in this is incredibly ugly <laughs> and, and the weather here is terrible in England. Damn. <laughs> and and, the, and it's literally all of them walking around offices. Talking cryptic so, little codes. Yeah. It sounds like this man's death was no big loss. No big loss, but they, well, they let me know. Him. They let me know. I don't know why they let me know. So I said, all right, we'll talk about it on the podcast. Can I ask it. you, Sarah, what push notifications do you have activated that would let you know this kind of news? Um, Stuff that relates to my memories. And yeah, then they know I have a memory. I remember when Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy came out and I really wanted to see it. Mm. So yeah, so it, they kind of have me mapped notifi- fully. Yeah. Your push notifications are connected or uh, tailored, uh, Tinker tailored to what the stuff that you like. And so st- sentimentality, different little sentiments and stuff that are meaningful to me. That's um, they cool. Goes, they go like the... The um the author of Tinker Tailor yeah, Soldier Sam, Spy uh, died today, Sarah, and you have thirty six years left to live. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Damn, yeah, that's on my list to talk about later in the episode. I'm turning twenty six in um like three weeks, and I can't stop thinking about it, and I feel really upset about it. But we should talk about that later. Um, what if what if you're yeah, uh, what the fuck was I gonna say? What if your push notifications? This could be a great horror film. You get a push notification. You're going to die in seven days. You know, it's like uh, you take a thing from modern technology and then you add a horror mm. twist. Like that movie where people would get a cell phone. Someone would record a message on their cell phone's voice message answering machine. Mm-hmm. And uh, But this would be a push notification. So you kind of update it for the technology of today. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And you can like read, you can, um, and texts come to you like uh, like on your glasses or something. And you make the yes. movie for really low budget and then you, you make a lot of money though off of it. If you just make it for like $60,000. And you cast a bunch of comedians. And you cast a bunch of comedians <laughs> and you do it found footage style and then you make $100 yes. million. Wow. Dollars. Wow. Yeah. This is bleeding into so many different genres. <laughs> if, it's, if it's found footage, where do the casting the comedians, where does that come in? 
Unless it was found footage of the comedians. They found footage of the comedians. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, and and it's like people's Instagram stories are in it too. (laughs) People's Instagram stories. And and the the comment section is looped down at the bottom and you can read the comments as it. A whole movie made up of Instagram stories? That would be groundbreaking. Whoa. Yeah. But it's it's on Instagram. It's not playing in theaters, but you so you have to watch it and you have to go across (gasps) different stories to watch the movie kind of unfold. Holy shit. But can you get it on Amazon Prime? Um, or no. just Instagram? No, only Instagram, dude. You, but if you get the Instagram install on Amazon <gasps> Prime, you can get it on. Yeah. Nice. The Amazon Instagram install plan. Amazon install. Amazon Instagram install plan. I love when the big platforms collab to make something great. Yeah. Link and build. Yeah. Are we recording? Am I recording this? Yeah. I just want to make sure that we're getting all this because right away we're starting off hot with solid gold. Let me Damn. let me tell you this, listeners. If there's one way to pissfully pay off, it's to start a podcast and forget to record your sound. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. Make uh, a angry no, cookie wait. That makes you really mad. <laughs> you want to piss me off? End the podcast and find out you didn't record your sound. Mm. Yeah. If you want to see me go Hulk mode, do that. <laughs> if you're something, I'd like to see Felipe go Hulk mode, do that. <laughs> um, I think we have more listeners tuned in tonight because people do want to see you go Hulk mode because you said that you would on um, Twitter and stuff. I don't even know if I can deliver it. it everybody it was a bit that I did on the on Instagram. <laughs> I didn't. Every week, I think I'm going to do a funny bit that I'm going to prepare on Raising Man. The week goes by and I don't do it. And you know, and the reason why is that the whole point of Raising Man is that we do no work for it, that we don't prepare at all. And so with that, I said, I'll do a funny bit on Instagram, but I can't really back it up. But we might find the bit during the show. So that's sort of what you're here for. Yeah. Yeah. We'll tease it out of you, my my dear boy. Yeah, maybe I will pop off. I'll find the moment. I'll find the right moment. You know what people didn't pop off about? And I texted you about this, Felipe, but you didn't seem to give a fuck about it. The Times Person of the Year announcement was coming. And like 48 hours in advance, I feel like everybody was on Twitter, like coming up with their little joke guesses and doing their little warm ups uh-huh. about what's it going to be. And then they right. announced the Times Person of the Year and nobody lampooned it. Where was the big lambast? I didn't have, nobody even fucking said shit about it. I didn't see any funny jokes about it. Not a single, there was no Buzzfeed list of top 10 jokes about the time person of the year. Cause no one made them. What did everybody get, got tired or something? What you happened? Know, you know how they say, uh, okay. Um, wait, let me try to, and, you're, um, Felipe, you're vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> this silence is, filled with potential (laughs) you know how they say it's worse to have an indifferent father than a father who hates you yes and that's what happened no one hated or loved the times person of the year enough a worse outcome was produced indifference indifference total indifference people couldn't even joke about it they didn't care about it oh fuck (laughs) my microphone (laughs) fell off all right you're seeing it i'm popping off see people didn't even care no. I saw one good joke, and it was the guy posted the like a close up of Biden's um, hair, and he was like, "There's Joe Biden with the classic amount of hair we all know Joe Biden to have." <laughs> and the joke was that the artist who had rendered Joe Biden had clearly painted him with way more hair than he actually has. Wait, was it? Was it? A, I, I, and real quick on the chat, they're asking who the yes 
person of the year was. It wasn't just Joe Biden. It was Joe, it was and, Joe Kamala. and Kamala. 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 Did was yeah. it a painting? It wasn't a picture. I didn't look close enough. It was I a painting. It was a painting. It was yeah. like a painting. Yeah, and it's just funny. It's like they made a choice specifically just to neutralize Twitter and the comedy comedy world because it was so uninspired and so uninteresting. There's nothing to say about it. But I feel like there's so many people working away at coming up with funny tweets that somebody always figures it out. And I didn't, I didn't see the tweet that Sam's talking about, but nobody in my feed figured it out or even said fucking anything about it. So, no, you're right. It really felt it. It felt like a wet turd on the <laughs> on the on yeah the, on the tarmac. Yeah, on the tarmac. <laughs> yep. It didn't yeah, well, you know blast what? off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was when really you poop disappointing. On the tarmac. <laughs> and, and Sarah, you know, to conjure your kind of analytic mind here. So, why do you think that is? Is that because Kamala and Biden are not? Um, good enough meat to sink one's teeth into i don't know or if everyone's already kind of exhausted themselves on the subject of like how soft these two people are and uninteresting as political leaders um that the fact that time would choose them what's there to say about that but it's just interesting to me i really wonder why time magazine what did they think did they think people were going to be like hell yeah brother right on that's right they're the person of the year or did they do did trump win person of the year a few years ago and they were trying to like balance it back or something I don't, it just seems totally uninspired. I don't understand. Yeah, he won in I 2016, think, right? The um, the Times Person of the Year. Yeah, uh, yes, presidents. yeah, I think he did. Yeah, so. yeah. I think. I mean, I I think. I don't know if I would have joked about it otherwise, but my feeling was, uh, kind of like this was the feeling. It was like, uh, <laughs> you know all yes. we know it's like there's what it, it's like that thing first what else is there to say not much and everybody much. knows they're bo- everybody knows they're not like they are not a president vice president combo that anyone's excited about or that d- does really anything and then no. you see them and then the th- on the time magazine and then you go mm. a kind of pla- mm. sort of placid soporific yeah Distinguished from, you know, I do mm, on the podcast. That usually means like that's so interesting mm. that there's nothing I can even say. But this is the opposite, though it sounds similar, more empty. <sighs> we could fire off some jokes tonight about the time person of the year being Joe and Kamala. You know, a thing, yes, we can. Um, but before we do that, <laughs> what if they had sex? Wait, I'm going to say the thing I want to say first. Okay. <laughs> um, which is that I thought that the painting kind of looked like like World War Two style like propaganda art. That hmm, ring really? true for anybody? Like <laughs> anybody in the comments? Yeah, I feel like yeah. There it was. Um, it had like a like a um, Rockwell like st- kind of um, illustration to it. Is this really a painting? I can't tell. Wait, I'm just like a photograph. This, <laughs> I'm just gonna put it up on the screen. I mean, is it a painting? I guess so. Oh, they're using those Photoshop brushes. Ah, uh, you can tell they got the uh, the brush pack. Oh yeah, they got the brush pack. Yeah, I'll probably oh, yeah, get a three D render. Beautiful. First. They dropped into uh, After Effects, put a couple uh, put a couple different uh, keyframes <laughs> on it, then dropped into yeah. Lightroom. Yep. Yeah, this is this is filled with keyframes. Mm. People in the comments <laughs> saying this is nasty, creepy. Hmm. Um, people want you to circle back on the sex joke. Yeah, bro, why did <laughs> why did they paint a picture of them? 
they could have just used the photograph that this is painted on. This is like in high school. They tell you like, don't put any paintings in your portfolio that you painted from pictures. Paint from life. This was not painted from life, mm-hmm. clearly. They should just have had them the posed in the Time Magazine studio with their little faces tucked right next to each other and painted it live. Um, yeah, but what if they had sex? Sam? Uh, sorry, I was looking at um, looking something up. Yeah, what if they had <laughs> sex? They would have sex and uh, Joe would be like, Today, today's a great day for, uh, for, for our nation. Because uh, yes, it's uh, yes, you know, old people and young people coming together, and he's talking about them having sex. Mm. Yeah, let's see. Let's check in on the comments. It, turned, it, it looks like a booster pack to that Marx Lenin Stalin Mao montage. <laughs> I've seen the meme. Bono was person of the year 05. Really, that's pretty cool. That's so funny, Bono. Someone. Uh, someone was saying to me that Kamala, before she like is married, the person that she's married to now, she was like dating someone much older than her, who was like very high up in California politics. Ooh, that rings a bell. Man, I love, I love just like feeling around. Like, what's an interesting take about this Time Magazine thing? Y- yeah, knows? yeah, We're not, not and nothing's sure. there. No, nothing's no, there. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to think of like, what's funny? Who would it be funny if it was instead of them? It was this other person. Um, the first things that came to mind weren't funny also either I thought it should have been George Floyd that's serious I, I don't, I'm honestly surprised I wasn't so you know what though time person of the year jumped the shark after they did um, uh, do you remember when they did the silver cover and it was and it, you loved that they should have just called it in. It's either either shut the magazine down print media is dead who cares or just make it you every year because what if they had done what if they had done um, Joe Carsonai of the Boston Bomber? Oh, yes. Wow. That, yeah. that would, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> In yeah, 2020. They yeah. could have done Pete Davidson because he, he's really bounced back this year and he's kind of oh, yes. got his shit together. Yes. And, and he's reading yes. as George Bailey in it and it's a wonderful life reading on NBC. That's pretty cool. So good for him. That, I'm curious. That, that guy has no gravitas. <laughs> I haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life, but I feel like it's the yeah. kind of role that you would need to have a kind of deep Extreme. voice for. Yeah. Damn. Well, you I know. Would've... Go ahead. Now you. I was gonna say I probably would have made After it. You. Maybe Felipe, because if it was about my personal life, because Felipe is probably in 2020 was probably one of the most important. Your person of the year. year. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I would have made it the Raisin Man mascot from the mm. Raisin Man Arena podcast. Whoa. The one with the headphones and the um little headsets. Be a microphone i love that one i love that version you know i'm trying not to look at the viewers because this is my sleep they're dropping man we're at 32 <laughs> now you better pop <laughs> off with your thing okay pop off with your thing now it's at 30 Fuck, no it's actually mine. gone up it's actually gone up no what i was gonna say is i don't want to focus on it because i know that the right energy is like end of the show energy oh yeah we're doing an end of the show energy uh, episode where the whole episode is as if it's just the last five minutes of the episode. So would yes. you guys yeah. feel thrown under the bus if I said I don't get nervous at the beginning of Raisin Man podcasts, and I feel like I bring a consistently low energy yeah. the entire time? You wouldn't be wrong, but where you would be wrong is it's not that I'm getting nervous. 
What do I have to fear? Nothing. <laughs> Look at what I have. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Bro, if you wanna if you wanna log off from the Twitch stream, do it. See if I care. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Just just X out of the window. Go watch the Queen's Gambit. Yeah, I don't give a shit, dude. I don't get nervous about this, and I think I be I bring a cool collected energy at the beginning, at the end. It doesn't change. Well, what do you think that you do? So that's something that's bad that you do because no one's is perfect and we all have areas we can improve on. <laughs> I think I sometimes get distracted by uh, all the stuff that is happening on the stream, on the screens. And then I, I pause for a long time to think about what a funny thing would be to say in a way that mm. I don't do when we're together, I think mm. in regular life. You know what I do that I think is not good is sometimes you and Sam will be talking for a while and then I'll say something that has nothing to do with what you were saying and that shows no listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I only realized that when I listen but, back to the podcast and I go, mm, this guy, Felipe, he should be listening more. <laughs> but, but, Felipe, but Felipe, if I were to do what's going on inside of your head, it would be like, it would be like, mm, say something funny, say something funny, say something funny. Are we recording? Are you recording? It's just like over mm. and over and over again. Uh, I think something well, that wrong. Me that bad. I let myself <laughs> get shut out, you know, and last week after we did our episode, we were doing a little review on it and I was like, sorry if I was too low energy, I could have done a better job. And Felipe said, it wasn't your fault. We shut you out. So yeah. Damn. <laughs> I feel the shut opposite. You out of the box. I feel yeah. the opposite. I think that it's actually Sam who gets shut out of, of you and me, Sarah. Whoa. Our kind of diatribe because it's a little high level and samson i'm sam's I'm like so <laughs> stupid sam yeah. is that yeah, <laughs> yeah. sam needs a little level kind of, six yeah. sam needs the kind of celebrity gossip <laughs> like the kind of we throw him yeah the impressions and stuff it, it, yeah very he sweet needs the dumb dumb stuff more tactile yeah yeah, yeah he's I'm like a baby learner. he's yeah. like a baby things need to be bright colors and shapes that he can <laughs> grab onto and pull Kind of pull really hard. <laughs> Sarah says the word cavalier. I've been looking it up for like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, we should be together right now, listeners, but we're not because we're in quarantine again. This is my third um, quarantine. Bro, I'm exposure. tired of these close scares. I haven't had COVID this whole time. I've had close calls like five times, six times, yep. about 10 times. And at the same time, though, when you texted me, so we found out we'd been exposed to COVID by Caroline's uh, boyfriend, William. I guess I could just call him William. Our friend William uh, is positive. And so that we went into quarantine. And then like a few hours after that, Felipe, you texted me the the breaking news that the vaccine was approved in the United States and that it was like in the, on the jet plane, in the trucks, like that the truck, the out, truck was driving out. through customs, <laughs> that the fucking trucker was paying the customs guy the day after. And it was just hours, yeah. And so we're gonna get we're gonna get coronavirus wow. right before the vaccine gets here. Yeah, we need to do like Fast and the Furious, like Lamborghinis under the under the truck <laughs> as it's driving and like yes. hijack the contents of yeah. it. Circular saw, like open up like totally. saw a hole in the bottom, take the vaccines out, give them, yeah. give them just put them to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we have a countdown clock going. We have seventy two hours of incubation before yeah it gets us that we get to, get to the vaccine. We get, um, we get Bell's palsy, but like to the extreme, like our face just does a full 360. <laughs> Wait, have you not heard about this? Mm -mm, I don't know. Yeah. It. You haven't heard about Bell's, the Bell's palsy thing? No, Sam. Mm -mm, no. Well, tell us about it. There's something. Wait, are you guys bidding me? Because sometimes you pretend that you don't know certain things. 
I guess I wouldn't know either way. <laughs> I don't know. I'm the stupid one. My job is to be the stupid one. Who I don't. Know the I'm. Thing. The, I don't know about Bell's palsy. It's just something I've never been interested in. Uh, Bell's palsy. <laughs> Bell's palsy. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you sort of how I experienced it. I'm on Twitter. I see a tweet says four people in the Britain vaccine trial got Bell's palsy. It's this thing where you, half of your face loses. Oh all, yes. And yes. then and there were these pictures of people like, and if you're listening to the podcast, I'm moving my mouth to the side or they look like Two-Face. You know Two-Face? Mm. How one side calm, the other one is like... Rrr. Yeah, yeah. They look like that. Was that from a reputable <laughs> news source? That. Correct. <laughs> Sam, you're asking the right question. So I click on it. I go, what's going on? It's from a, It was from a website called znewsindia.com or znewsindianews.com. So I go, you know, I don't know what's the story with this. But then it started getting shared a lot that there... But, also, to keep in mind, four people out of like a 4,000 people trial. So, you know, like per- percentage-wise, very small. Anyways. Um, That's four people's sweet little faces turned into disgusting masks of what they had formerly <laughs> yeah, been. Rick, Rick die. <laughs> Rick die. Damn. I mean, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know if I should talk. we should talk that much about the vaccine thing because I'm, I'm honestly scared to get it. I'll do it. I'll do it if everybody else promises yes. that they're doing it. I'll do even it. Even if the presidents do it, Sarah? Hmm. If the past if, presidents do it, you, would, they do you it still on, wouldn't do it? Will they do it on TV? They might do it on TV, yeah. Well, if I can but get... if they did it on Twitch? <laughs> <laughs> if they do it on TV and, the, and, I, and I can get cable and the government gives everybody the cable to watch it, then I'll... Then I do it, yeah. They're gonna do it on the Roku. <laughs> um, what the fuck? Yeah, I I feel like if all of us, all of our friend group, and everybody in our like little comedy scene, if everybody got Bell's palsy, it would be like nobody no had Bell's deal. palsy. No big deal. Yeah, we would uh, we would adjust to a new beauty standard where everybody where everybody was making a weird smile with one side of their face. Yeah. Some people would, Man. I think, be able to handle it better than others. Could you imagine what Kyle Gordon would be able to do with it? Oh my god! He'd oh be, my god! He'd be able to make magic out of it. Yeah, he yeah. would make it. Sh- he would. He would polish it, and make it shine. <laughs> when I saw the text from you though about the vaccine coming in, I feel afraid of getting coronavirus still, but I also felt afraid of the vaccine arriving and everything going back to normal. Because I thought it wasn't going to go back to normal until March. And now I feel like it's going to be back to normal in January. And I'm like, oh, I don't think it's going to go back to normal in January. Okay, cool. <laughs> so don't worry about so. it. We got plenty of time to be on Twitch. And <laughs> live yeah. this cool life. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think, yeah. I think there's going to be some kind of sadness once I have to go back out into the world. What do you, 100%. why? Because you like doing your little animations and, and staying home with Will and Felipe? Yeah, I remember like a big sigh of relief at how little that had to be done during coronavirus. Hmm. And how in some ways, had to be done. how little, like, how, I had to go out a lot less. I felt like there was a lot less pressure to sort of to do different things and stuff. And, be a little bit more contemplative i like that and crazy that one can't make you couldn't do that by yourself you couldn't just decide to live a more low-key life you yeah need a world pandemic to force you yeah yeah well it's also like once 
I'm wondering, you know, once the vaccine obviously will be rolled out in an uneven way where there'll be many, many, many months before like a lot of people have it. But then also after that, when businesses start up again, there will still be many months, I imagine, before there's things like open mics and theater and performances and stuff, don't you think? Yes. Or no? No, I think. I think, it, I think it's still far away. Why would they? I mean, no, 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 no. Why would we wait? As soon as they open, there's bars open, they're going to have shows. No. Why not? Well, because they've specifically not allowed live performance of all things. Like, that's the okay. last if, thing to come back. Yeah. If they haven't allowed live performance, yes. But I thought <laughs> what you were saying is that one day Once they'll they allow, allow it, we have they'll to go allow do live it. performance. We have to be go like, do okay, it. we got to go isn't slowly. It, <laughs> isn't it so interesting that the government will will say that live performance is one of the last things that they're going to let come back? But when humans were first sitting around the campfire, oh, live performance the first thing. was one of the first things that we yeah. did. That's one of the first things. And yeah, it's because the government wants to neutralize dissent and, <laughs> yes. and our different little caricatures yes. we do. Yeah. And the, the how theater changes the world. Yeah. And yeah. Yes. They yeah. know the power of theater. <laughs> they know the power of live comedy. I remember like reading books like that in college where, where they would, people would do like, ethnographies of the medieval theater and it was like the theater you find theaters in in like the the margins of society where there's like brothels and and like and the, so and the working class so and like corny. and descent yeah. and and you know like <laughs> it was one of the first things that would close in elizabethan england and stuff and i was like man theater's stupid <laughs> every every yeah. every book about like imp this is a, a gripe i always had is like every book about improv like invariably has an introduction that's like in the earliest times one can imagine cavemen improvising around the campfire telling stories <laughs> was an evolutionary advantage because they could explain where the saber-toothed tiger was i hate that shit probably not true yeah Lazy, lazy history. They were playing video games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys know about this, um, but there's this theater in Manhattan called The Flea, and there's oh, this yeah. big. Have you did you hear about the controversy? It's been getting canceled. It's been getting canceled. It's been getting lit up because and it's they the were... place where they first performed um, the uh, Annie Baker play called The Anthropods. No, that's. The... No, it's the Antipodes, but that's not the one. It was the one about the... John. The aliens? No, no. The one about the TV... Circle mirror the transformation. The movie. No, the movie. The movie. Oh, the uh, flick. The flick. The flick. The flick at the fleet, right? Am I wrong about that? Uh, someone in the comments, Julia, Emma Arm, you, you might know the answer to that. Um, yeah, their, their theater is getting canceled because they had all these unpaid like uh, resident actors and artists who were participating, I think, in like action to try to reform the theater and make it more um, equitable and fair to like actors of color and all different things. And, and then they just like unceremoniously sent out an email on December 2nd. That was basically just like firing all the unpaid actors. And we're like, you're no longer associated with us. And now the actors are campaigning or like all the artists to have the keys to the theater handed over to them, taken from the board of the $25 million theater and given to the artists to be in control of. And I think it's a fun demand. It seems literally impossible. I mean, there's all sorts of like legal and financial issues and you're like, you need a financial backstop to be able to operate a theater of that scale. But hey, give them the keys. That's cool. Just give them the keys. Yeah. yeah. 
Give him the yeah. keys. At least let him come in when let they want and there. like hang out in the space. Yeah. And hell, give him the financial backstop too. I don't know what that is, but give him that. Hand that yeah. over. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Hand yeah. over the deed. Give him the deed to the flea. Yeah, it's funny because I think um, Sigourney Weaver and her husband are like part of the original board and like maybe the founders of the theater or something. And they're no longer really associated, but they issued a statement. And they were like, yeah, sure. Give them the keys. Give them the keys. <laughs> and like, it's just such a toothless thing to say when you are a millionaire and you know the implications of that and how impossible it is. And you're like, I'm not going to say anything about the money they would need or involve myself in any way. But give them the keys. Why, why would I give a fuck? I'm Sigourney Weaver. I was an avatar in Avatar if, 2. Yeah. If I was... If I was- in charge of a huge institution with a lot of history and I was extremely powerful and the people who worked and uh, produced value for the institution made demands of me, I would simply give it to them. Yeah. Whatever hell yeah. they asked for. Yeah. It would be, it would be very easy for me to do that. I'd give it them twice what they asked for. Yeah. Yeah. Just I'd be, be like, generous. I'm calling, I'm calling your bluff. I'm giving you the keys to this. And by the way, I also own, um, uh you the keys to my house keys keys to my car. House, yep. <laughs> yeah madison square garden you ever hear that place put yeah. on put on the any baker play there <laughs> see how easy it is you think it's so easy see how easy it is yeah. yeah yeah exactly so but little do they know that the actors will come crawling back to those people because the actors are bad with numbers mm-hmm. and papers Correct. and stuff yeah Seth's um, going off in the comments here about bars are already breaking the performance restrictions and will certainly break it even more flagrantly once oh, people Seth, are getting vaccinated. Seth, believe we, me, we, we read know. the newsletter. We know. Believe me, we know, <laughs> Seth. Oh, believe me, we know. You think you got to come here and tell us? We know. We know. Um, by the way, I, if you guys have plugs, I'll do mine halfway through the show. I will be performing at the stand. Um, <laughs> closed doors, no masks. Um, we're performing in the back room, which is even smaller. <laughs> okay cool all of legion of skanks will and be we're doing there. a meet and greet after yeah <laughs> yep. meet and greet touching hands i will be saying a racial slur at 8 50 tonight so <laughs> Seth, make sure to record that all right in case i'm I... setting up the timer <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess i got a job somewhere more jake about. says we should ask um, 110 troutman to hand over the keys absolutely, uh, absolutely. oh yes, yes. <laughs> hand yeah. over the keys Polly. <laughs> and, and hand over the uh speak the speaker system to, oh to my jake God. yes so that jake doesn't have to bring their own you know hand stuff over the keys to that little room that where little the speaker room where is. The xlr cables are and may and organize the xlr so they're easier to find and we're not scrambling the last <laughs> minute mm-hmm <laughs> And put mm-hmm. and put in a space heater because it was getting cold <laughs> towards the end. Yeah. yeah and also, Polly, Polly I would like the lights from our work for too long. <laughs> I would like the lights to be kind of already set up in a nice way. So, because mm, yes. I remember Jake told me a lot of times, Jake said, "People like to dance in when it's really dark." Yes. And so and he wouldn't. We couldn't get it dark enough. Yes, we couldn't get it dark enough. We couldn't get the right <laughs> amount of darkness. So, and the, why is that? People don't want people to see them dancing. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I would yeah. also like it for people for, for to not make people mad every time we do the show. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I also want to be taught how to use the dark room so I can develop my little photos. and That would be nice. Yeah. Do little prints and stuff. <sighs> yep. A little inside humor for the, the people who know us and know the things we're talking about. <laughs> Sarah, did you hear about what you're going to say, Sam? It was probably better than what I was going to say. No, I was just gonna point out says if you if you've just joined us where you're listening to Raisin Man, it's a ah, podcast yes. about um 
friendship and our the friendship specifically between us three and just little jokes that we have about yeah. things that go on in our little life. And if you're we listening and you know the six people who were just listening but who've left, get call them or contact them and ask them to come back and tell them we'll do we'll change, do something. And different. you probably sure. do because it's we'll a do small anything. community. Yeah. It's a small <laughs> little community of mostly Sarah's friends. And if they yeah. insist that they don't want to come back, ask them why and just put it ask in the comments because I want to know what we did wrong. Yeah. <clears throat> and if you're one of my friends, pop off in the comments. It's usually Sarah's friends or people who think Felipe is cute. But if mm. you're one of my friends, just let me know. And because I like to know that you're there and listening. And if you think I'm cute, rock on. <laughs> yeah. Rock on. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna you grab another beer. I'm, I'm kind of slowing down in that department, so you don't need to say anything. I'm good, just kind of like living my life. Yeah, yeah. We are slowing down for the winter. And in, in dating and stuff. I feel like we usually had norm, new dating stories every week on the show. Not not anymore. I but, was a, I was like I was Tasmanian devil mode at the beginning yeah, of That was cool. Of <laughs> yeah, I was like a whole different kind of guy. Yeah. Now I'm but back you learned to a my... lot of lessons and yeah. Boy, here we are. Did I? Yeah, now I'm just kind of playing video games. Do you think it's helpful feedback that you get from like, not just you in particular, but anybody from the like breakup chat where someone like gives you a real read on you and tells you what they think? Or do you think it's usually just like they say mean spirited things to try to get you? Or do you feel like you learned something from that? I guess it depends on the person and the feedback, right? Yeah. I did get some, I don't know. I got some, a little bit ago, I, I, a thing ended and I got some feedback and then I said, um, this is good. This is fine. I learned some things, but also I thought maybe this person and me, we weren't, you know, it wasn't the right, it wasn't the right, the planets didn't align. This is, you know, maybe if I'd done this thing with a different person, it would have been okay. It's hard to know. You never know. Can't universalize. No. Did you hear Fair that, enough. Sam? Are we talking Can't. about the person you were dating? We're just talking about getting feedback when you break up with someone. And whether or not uh, that feedback is ever really constructive and helps you to reflect and grow, if it's usually just sort of mean spirited and like hurtful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever just, broke? Have you ever broken up with someone and they were like, "Well, you." Have you ever had a fight with a, a partner or someone you were bringing up with and they were like, "You're bad in bed" or something like that. Bad in bed, whatever. You don't. You're bad at fucking. You have a you're tiny like, little gross <laughs> yeah, yeah. smelling penis. <laughs> and you never made me calm. <laughs> Funny. Because <laughs> I feel like that happens in movies and stuff, but I don't think I've ever had a fight like that. No, I've had, I had someone tell me um, that uh, they said something like, "Well, everyone thinks that like I could do better or something than you," and I and it was no. just so obviously the opposite. No. Of the what's opposite. True. I, was like, I don't even know this person. I'm sure it was the opposite. I'm Wait, sure. Say it, it again. I don't get it. Um. Well, everyone thinks I could do better than you. Like I could date someone like better than you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, crazy, insane! It was it was insane. so crazy that I was like, man, the fact that you would even say that is like just uh, more credence to the fact that it's the uh, it's got to be the opposite. Sarah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, this isn't me. This isn't me gassing you up. Like I'm trying to be sort of fair and balanced. But can you imagine? Here. But yeah. but like you're like one of the few people in the world that you couldn't s s say that to. Like yeah. and not because you're perfect, but like 
You have to be beneath like a certain level for someone to say that to you. And, and for people at large to be telling your partner that, yeah, Insane. you'd really have to be sort of a piece of shit. It just doesn't really make any sense. No, yeah. absolutely not. So I had that. But no one's ever, yeah, ever said anything really mean. I don't think I've ever gotten any great, great feedback. But I always wonder. I always have so much feedback I want to give people that I date. And I'm like, huh, this probably isn't necessary. You know, save it for your for your book or whatever. You're not no, I mean, when you're right. breaking up with someone, that's the worst time to give feedback. <laughs> yeah. That's when goodwill is at the lowest that's yeah i mean have you ever given someone else feedback and they and then either thought that went really well or not or the opposite hmm i'm never giving i'm never saying anything honest again i feel like (laughs) (laughs) one time i told someone i was like i think you're a little too girly and no. like a little bit too much like a princess no. and Kill like yourself. i think you're i think done. you need to like what? masculinize you're, you're yourself a little more you're done dude what? yeah nuclear nuclear no, strike and sh- you know what she she really thought about it really yeah too girly that you couldn't you didn't say that you i didn't did say it like that that's fucked that's like <laughs> well that person ended up telling you fuck you the last thing that person said to you was fuck you yeah that's true yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You need to masculinize. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you said. Well, I, I said. And she I'm said, "Then you gotta date. You gotta date guys because you're gay, dude. That's what you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you shave your head and put on this soccer jersey? <laughs> that's crazy. Um, something totally different it, that I wanted to announce. I think he's not listening in the chat anymore, but Alex is not going to Berlin. Germany has shut its borders to the United States and Alex right. has to Oh, that's here. great news for for people like me. And I know yeah. this because Julia Mounsey also told me the same thing. She Julia, you're trying to going. get to Berlin? Well, yeah, looks like you're stuck here with us in America, so good. I think USA, that's good USA, <laughs> USA. I just don't like the idea of people getting out and getting to go somewhere else and having making new memories and having a better time and like no. learning and growing while we're all sitting here just rotting. You stay here <laughs> with us. Sucks. You, you stay. stay you don't get to. Yeah. You don't Grab get to have a better beer. time. Mm-hmm. Grab another yeah. beer. Yeah. And yeah. Keep listening. Just ferment with the rest of us. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck Alex. Yeah. <laughs> uh. What else is going on? Uh, cyberpunk, <laughs> the video game. Tell me about that. I, man, I'd love to hear about that. Uh, it's uh. a new game that's come out, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's kind of exciting. A big thing about it is you can like customize your. You know how Sarah, you can customize your character and the way they look in every game. Like how in real life you can customize. You can customize you your. Look. You can customize your partners. By telling them different things you want to change, you know exactly. How you can do that? Yeah, yes, exactly. And d- tell them different things you like about with their hair. Do your hair like this? I like when you do your hair like that. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I want you to work out. I want you to lose weight, stuff like that. Yeah. In okay. cyberpunk, you can do that, but to the like nth degree, and you can Whoa. give people like you can choose what kind of pubic hair you have. You can choose what kind of color your pubic hair is. You Whoa. can choose what kind of genitalia you have, how big or small it is. All kinds of stuff. And so there's been a lot of jokes going around on the internet about this, among many other things. And you can have sex in the game. Like, pretty, I, I think pretty, we, I sent this video of someone having gay sex in the game to Felipe. And it was very, actually, quite tender because it's first person. And there's, like, shots where you're, like, holding the your partner's head and, like, looking into their eyes. And then you, like are going down on them and then they go down on you and stuff Does like that. Does it get that. you kind of hard to watch this? 
No. It not might. me. Yeah, might. Well, I'm not very you. straight, so it didn't get me uh. <laughs> hard at all. Right. I'm very, mm. very straight. Mm. But I send it to Felipe because I thought he'd <laughs> like it. It didn't um, make me hard either. <laughs> is it true that in the game, if you get if you're circumcised, that less people want to have sex with you? That's what we I saw heard. that on Twitter. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, there was a joke about it. Uh, that's you, a joke. Do you I, think uh, that's true in real life, Sarah? Um, I think by the time you're like about to have sex with somebody. That sort of thing. I can't imagine. It would take a lot to say. To roll Actually, back from that. Yeah, to roll back from that. Which yeah, is why it's sure. important to tell a person you're on a date with right away whether or not you're First thing, size. yes. You don't want yeah. them First to thing. buy. You don't want, you want them to know what they're buying. Totally. Um, <clears throat> when I was, this is going to be a, a boring and long story, but uh, no, not long, <laughs> Hell yeah. but boring. So well, right okay. in the middle, so it's plenty of time. The, the thing that's sort of, there's a bunch of stuff that's like interesting about I don't know whatever I, to me it looks no that we fun. will decide what is interesting about it Felipe no you can I'm proceed with correct yes thank you I appreciate that <laughs> I'll say this the game doesn't look that fun I think a game that has too many options it's like a good game all you do is you jump on the on a Goomba's head that's all you need you don't need to customize Mario's pubic hair I'm having fun walking into the mansion with Luigi and sucking up ghosts into the vacuum cleaner, you know? So mm-hmm. anyways, but that's beside the point. But one of the things about it is that it has this kind of, and I know there's been some sort of controversy that I keep hearing about the trans controversy. Don't know what the controversy is, but I think it's related to the fact that the game has this kind of, um, what to call it. I don't know if progressive or open or sort of like pluralistic approach to gender. So you can like, have uh like different like genitals and like genders like not i think you get a voice you can have a voice that like doesn't match your gender presentation like so it has this kind of um kind of whole gamut of gender options um non-traditional non-standard whatever yeah okay 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 i'm just trying to make sure it's clear and that was interesting no wait so so long okay 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 um okay get it so there's these videos that the place put out that the studio put out get ready for this story to have the worst oh, ending God, of your life oh this God. is not gonna pay off the middle's not good this either. is not gonna pay off i think it's interesting. <laughs> they put out these videos okay so they put out a video that was like the guns of cyberpunk and it's like you can have the fucking grenade launcher and the machine gun and then there's another video and it's called the vehicles of cyberpunk okay so the vehicles are like the sporty vehicles, the fucking robot vehicles, the like utility vehicles. And they kind of show you, it's sort of uh, showing you the vehicles. And then at one point, they're showing you the, the sporty vehicles or whatever. Or no, they're showing you the utility vehicles. This like, And they're like, this truck has is really strong and can get you, you can put things, you know, it's very fast. It's not going to be a guy or girl mar- magnet, but it'll do the job. Okay. In their search, <laughs> right? Because they're trying to be like, you can be all genders here. And so they use this term, a guy or girl magnet. To me, that felt like you should have just taken that out of the copy. Because the idea of a girl, <laughs> ma- of a chick magnet car, it's an inherently gendered idea. There, there's no, like a guy magnet car that is totally 
doesn't it doesn't exist that concept doesn't exist because mm. the idea of the chick magnet car is already gendered so just get rid of the copy altogether say this car is not mm. going to impress a lot of people well i think that's crazy because a guy magnet car makes so much more sense since in the, the people say that men like cars so mm, yes but but the idea of the chick magnet is that the car is a status symbol in this kind of gendered context where and, if you're a guy right, with a cool women car, love women love money I guess a guy magnet car would be like the guy's like, oh, cool car, man. She's got a cool car. Yeah. I cool car, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I see what you're saying. But Was it worth it? I hmm. thought that was interesting. I thought it was interesting. What do the people in the chat have to say? They, they're loving it. <laughs> they're cars that girls don't think are cool, but every car guy comes up and wants to talk about it, I guess. Okay, Julia agrees with me. She says all cars are guy magnets, brother. That's right. Yeah. But don't so. women don't women love like status and power? <laughs> and men that and, wear a lot of rings. And <laughs> right, <laughs> men, men yeah. that wear tight fitting button down white shirts and live in bungalows in LA. <laughs> Look, I'm not saying that that my position is the progressive one. I'm saying it's the one that's that there's no such thing as a guy magnet car, and there never will be, and they shouldn't. Not in the sense like that we is. would that we would understand <laughs> it. You know, we could invent a new thing called the guy magnet car, and Cyberpunk seems to be trying to do it, but it felt like just it just felt like bad copywriting to me. Hmm. Am I wrong? No, I, I I think that's interesting. Yes, it's already gendered. I get. I but if it were like but they're a, being fun. Yes, they're yeah. just being fun. <laughs> the golden rule. But you're being fun too. But you're being fun too by saying what you think. And that's what I think is the most fun. You want to know the secret? I don't yeah. care about it. It's just a thing I'm <laughs> saying on the podcast to fill up airtime. Mm. I I care. I, do I think too. it's interesting, Felipe. I and think I it's a window. Yeah. You know how Shakespeare said the the eyes are the window into the soul? I think for Felipe, it's little explanations about video games and movies are the window into your soul. Yes. <laughs> that's true. Wow, you did you send something to me, Felipe? A text? No, no, Caroline just texted us all her COVID chart results. Oh, you we should bring it up. What are the I'm rest? looking at it. Not detected. Leo rising. What's her moon chart? Yeah, Pisces. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That means she's like really out there. Okay, which we this already knew, which we already knew. This yeah. document has a uh, uh, Created in Word docs in 15 minutes, written all over it. <laughs> yeah, Do you think me. Caroline faked her COVID results <laughs> so that we wouldn't be mad that she got COVID? <laughs> yep, I'm I'm smelling something fishy all over this document. Yeah, my weekend was literally was ruined. I listeners, I got a job selling Christmas trees. And I was loving it. Greatest job I've ever had selling these trees on the Upper West Side. I was having so much fun. And uh, I didn't go in on Saturday because most of the job is like elderly people come and whisper a special Christmas memory in my ear. And spend <laughs> <laughs> 40 minutes slowly walking from one end of the lot to the other, like wanting to look at different things. And I just couldn't, the idea that I might have Williams coronavirus, I was like, how can I? 
go in and be with these people but i loved it so much it was so fun and now i have to go and like i work for just like some guy who runs the tree lot and i didn't come to work i found a replacement but i kind of screwed him and now i have to like go get my money from him and my tips and i almost just feel like the awkwardness to me of having to deal with that makes me not want to go get the money that's even owed to me that's the kind of like losing attitude i have which is why i often yeah i I think that if you went to get the money and tips that'd be pretty shitty of you sarah (laughs) what's funny because all day i was getting fucking nickeled and dimed by people the the days that i was working like a man who um he calculated what he owed me and he gave me five dollars too much and he came back like 20 minutes later to get it so some people are really like out here like never letting a dollar go by but i kind of feel like i'm just gonna like lose my wage for the fact that i don't want to go back and deal with this and that's how those people get to the upper west side I think it is. I think it is. Do yeah. you want? Do you want us to come back with? Will you, you come with me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It was also funny to see like the people that came and were like walking down the sidewalk were like rich people mostly and like aesthetes and people wearing little loafers and like carrying little New Yorker um, bags and like all sorts of little class uh, cultural signifiers like that. And they're the kind of people that I think when I was like 15, I was like, oh, I'll one, I'm born middle class, but one day I will become a part of this group of people who live in this neighborhood and dress this certain way. And then as I was like selling them these Christmas trees and making less than $15 an hour, I was like, maybe I'm like not on my way to be doing that. I don't no. know. But Sarah, what about the podcast? <laughs> what about Raisin Man? Raisin Man. Sarah, and we're going to start doing two episodes a week. <laughs> That's what I told Richard Kind when he came to buy a tree. <laughs> well, you buried the lead because yeah. you should have mentioned right up top that you sold, sold, sold one to Richard Kind. Sold him a like a $200 tree, eight feet tall. So, wow. Yeah, pretty nice. $200. Can well, you come home with the tree for us? I think if we pooled our money, if we pooled our piggy banks, we could buy one of those trees, Sam. We could buy one. Yeah. If your ceiling's tall enough, like there's an eight hundred dollar tree that's fifteen feet tall that we haven't sold. I could try to get that one off the lot and get 15, it back to Brooklyn. <laughs> fifteen pies? Yeah, fifteen pies. Talk about a chick magnet. DSE. <laughs> fifteen foot tall tree uh, in your house. What's it? Cinquenta? Is that 15? Uh, 15. <laughs> 15. 15 pies? 15 pies. Yeah. Este tree is 15 pies? <laughs> si. <laughs> Felipe, they're never going to give a little a tree to a street urchin like you. Yeah. <laughs> Please, I need a 15 foot Christmas tree, sir. Yeah. I really like this tree. It's a good tree. All right. Well, just have to look up who Richard Kind was there. We're all set now. Do you recognize him? Yes, I do. I do. Yeah, he was a voice in Bugs Life of one of the bugs. Oh, is he hmm. the uh, caterpillar? No, that's what I thought because you know he's a little he chubby. Has the, and the he has the kind of morphology of the caterpillar. <laughs> 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 no, he was the cricket's brother. <laughs> Wait, I don't even remember that character. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Wait, he's the cricket's mean brother. Cricket? Yeah, the mean cricket. The mean cricket's like silly brother. The the mean cricket has a foil brother ah. who's silly, and that's Richard Kind. Yeah. So. The bug's life. <laughs> it's a crazy thing to think about. Well, now that you don't have COVID, go back. I could go back. Yeah. Is it is it too early to start thinking about 
things you you want to um, manifest in the new year? No. Do you have any answers, Sarah? I've been thinking about things I'm I'm dreading in the new year. Uh, <laughs> what? Like what? <laughs> um, like just the first walking into the first open mic that I ever have to do again. Um, that is just like I can't wrap my mind around. I know it's like not a big deal doing an open mic is like such a low stakes. Like who gives a fuck? But just the idea of being like, all right, I'm back at it. Square one. Let's do this. Like. That January first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Bright and early <laughs> after the New Year's Eve party. First yeah. Mic. I think my New Year's resolution. I always have this New Year's resolution. I don't know if this is boring to talk about, but um, I spend way too much time. Like my entire day to day, I just took a bunch of little phone calls from people and just like had a lot of little conversations. And I don't want to. I can't spend time doing that. I'm always doing that. I let weeks of my life go by. All I do is just check in and have like nice conversations. And uh, it feels pretty good, but it doesn't doesn't do anything. Yeah, it's know. dragging you down, Sarah. Any minute you're dragging not grinding, you're wasting. <laughs> exactly. So no more little chit chat and ha- asking people how they are and finding out about their. Different Sarah, that's things. the source of your power, though. I know, I know, I know, and I have to cut it off. I have to cut that source off. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's a crutch. You At want this that point, it's become a crutch. Or guy magnet car. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What are you going to fill it with? Um, I'm going to be just doing my comedy. I'm not going to express anything that I feel or think anymore in my relationships. I'm just going to do it all on the stage. I'm going to leave it all on the stage. Wow. Mm. So if we, if we want to check in with you, we got to come. And yeah. See kind you of my, one of my shows. Yeah. I just have to channel it up there. You know, you can either give it to your, your friends for free or you can sell it to an audience. And so that's what I'm going to do. Hmm. That sounds really smart. Yeah. That sounds like my relationship to masturbating. <laughs> I yeah. gotta stop masturbating if I want to make more comedy. You know, it's true. It's true. Oh, I thought it's you like, were gonna um, say that you needed to start masturbating to for people. Oh, I thought you were making saying a sexual thing too. Yeah, because you had to save it for fucking. No, no, no. We to, all had different like... interpretations of Sam's joke, and isn't that beautiful? <laughs> I have to save it for cooking. <laughs> Funny. No, you know, I gotta save my brahmacharya. You know, my my creative. Yes, energy. your kundalini. Exactly. You're just exactly. blowing out mm. the kundalini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I've actually come to believe that masturbation is actually like an, a lovely stress reliever and helps me focus and, and work and feel happy. And I don't need to have a kind of antagonistic relationship towards it. Wow. When did you realize that? I think like a while ago, probably like a year. Like a year or two years ago. <laughs> so but. I realized on September 11th of 2001. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. That's a Louis C.K. bit. Huh. About masturbating. That about masturbating. Oh, yes. He masturbates. Yes. Uh, I don't... I... Before COVID started, I was about to go, like you, Sarah, um, beast mode on just performing because you know my relationship was over so i thought now i can finally now you're free have no life other than just working and trying to be on stage all the time enter covid that couldn't happen now i've wasted an entire year animating and playing video games (laughs) i think of the year as being wasted as well i'm not getting any younger i'm Mm -hmm. not gonna get any funnier Mm -hmm. i've my Mm -hmm. brain is probably solidified into a kind of 
concrete into a into a perfectly still stone that will learn nothing more and grow not one bit more. Mm. But I have to try. So I'm gonna see if I can kind of make myself extremely unhappy just performing <laughs> as much as possible. Me too. Me too. And let it yeah, let it drain the life out of my my relationships mm-hmm. and and all the other aspects of my life and it'll be worth it and they always say it's worth it. Yeah. That's um, one thing about people who become like really famous and in show and business they would say I this thing that I did was worth it. I'd trade it for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't take any of that back. <laughs> I'm happy. Well, it's funny because David Sedaris is the person who, the only, basically the only celebrity who I sort of have regard for, who when he goes on Terry Gross is like, being famous is everything I thought it would be and I love it. It's exactly what I want and it's perfect. Um, and now we we got him though, so. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's not so perfect, David. We got him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What would you do with your fame, Sarah? Um... I always imagine if I got really famous that uh, when they gave me all the expensive designer clothes, I would just like give them to, I don't know, the teenagers, random people. Like I I wouldn't want to become a celebrity who suddenly just like wears Gucci and like shit around everywhere. That just seems so corny to me. Well, I'm pretty Um, sure that if they give you Gucci for a photo, they're just lending lending it to you, actually. They're not, (laughs) they're basically renting clothes out so you can do a photo shoot and then you give the clothes back. What? Yeah, pretty much. Oh damn! I heard this anecdote once from someone who was like a babysitter or something like that, and they were saying that Uma Thurman, <laughs> babysitter, or something like that. Uma Thurman. I forget how they're like they were like connected to like the echelon of like famous New York elites, but it was something like through babysitting, and they were saying that uh-huh. Uma Thurman is like a person who like gets a lot of clothes and like free stuff given to her, but she's actually like very worried about money. Hmm. And that that gave me a little peek into what it's like to be a kind of like aging celebrity. And it's like, Mm. oh, actually, the money's a little more unstable than maybe we might think. I always look up the net worths of like actors who haven't been in anything in a while to just be like, are they going to be okay? Is do they have enough to last the rest of their lives? But I don't think those network things are reliable. Why not? Well, because a lot of that is like. You know, it's things you own. It's not liquid. It's not cash in the bank. It might be. But I also like, I don't even know how they calculate those. But I remember listening to Brandon Mordell's podcast and he was like, I Googled my own net worth and it's like way more than what I actually have. Hmm. So are you saying that any old guy could go online and just say the net worth of different people? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they calculate it. I'd like to know more. And if you know more in the comments, by all means, type it out and and engage in the comment section, guys, because that's what we're here for. <laughs> if anybody's got something funny to say, don't hold I'll back. I'll say something. Yeah, go. It's not maybe it's not funny. It might not even be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I will decide that. <laughs> go on. Um, <laughs> while I was working at the Christmas tree stand, okay. Uh, I was just all day sitting and like there was a really slow period on like Thursday where no one was buying anything in the middle of the day, but lots of people were just walking down the sidewalk and people of all ages. And I just became overwhelmed with this feeling of like, oh, I think of old like elderly people as being this like monolithic thing that have personality traits associated with like what it means to be old. Uh But seeing them in this just like parade of humanity, like coming by me, I was like, 
oh man, they really just are people who are unfortunately running out of days. And like, we all just like have a certain amount of time and, and they that just sucks when you get to closer to the end than to the beginning and that's where they are. Um, oh. And I just felt kind of freaked out by them. <laughs> and also like Sarah, freaked out. Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't bring this kind of thing to the podcast, okay? <laughs> <laughs> these yeah. thoughts are the sort of thoughts that should stay <laughs> I don't feel that way I think that any day no. of your life is a day you're alive doesn't matter mm-hmm. if it's the beginning or the end and that getting old is a choice and that you don't have to if you don't want to I know yeah. every time I see an old person I'm like you fucked up <laughs> yeah why did you no, choose I, that why'd you get all wrinkled uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I chose to be 27 it's great smooth yeah <laughs> so smooth and so, good looking sometimes yeah. i think i think about sometimes my dad's decision to commit suicide and and i think he there was a big part like a big calculation in his head where he was just like there's not it doesn't seem like there's a lot that's great about getting old you know what i mean not a lot's great there was some thing that got published oh maybe we should talk about the dr jill biden thing i mean not maybe or maybe not but there's an article that someone tweeted today that was like a an ethicist and doctor saying that like your quality of life is so bad after 75 it's not worth living anymore that's an old that's an old article and the reason that it was reposted was because that guy was put on was it like made a cabinet member for biden but yes, oh, wow. that is an old article but i think there's like nuance to that it depends it's different for different people different people have different kinds of quality yeah. of life at Absolutely. different times in their life. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but just like I think it was kind of I I have some like for my my dad I was like, "Oh, I'm sort of like, oh, respect for for just deciding you don't want to reach certain ages." Yeah, I but let me ask you this, Sam. I guess I feel like there are people who know that in their minds, but they still wouldn't cross that threshold. You know, they wouldn't totally. do it. So it's totally. like, there's other stuff going on there. Like, my grandparents have all decided that they were going to live until they were a million years old. Still alive. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. I think my grandma doesn't eat yeah. or drink food, but she is just alive all the time. And, you know, it's like, hey, it's too scary to do the other thing. So I'm just kind of, kind of. It's too scary. I'll but let it happen. Just let yeah. it happen. Just, it sucks, but just keep going. Keep going. Totally. I know, but I also think that's like, also like a lack of digestion about what death means in our lives. It's like, oh, if we had a better better ways of talking about and thinking about death, it wouldn't be like a thing we would need to cling on to so much. Yeah, I guess I just feel like, I mean, if my quality of life was really terrible where I was suffering every day, then there's, I don't know why I wouldn't want to live that way. But generally, if we only get to be alive such a short time, why would I end it any sooner? It'll be, once it's over, it's over forever, so... You know, I just hang on to the last scrap of it. Yeah, probably. Totally. But yeah, but then it's like, but also like, imagine just eating, you had, you've had a great meal, but then like the last two thirds of the meal is just absolute crap. You know, it's like, <laughs> no. oh, just pay for the Dude, check and leave the this restaurant is the now, secret. you know? This is the secret. My grandma, uh, mom's mom, just, okay, good, 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 good. Not so good, not so good. Trash, absolute trash. Now she's got dementia. She's like kind of happy every day. Someday she's not so good, but she doesn't even know. She's just having fun. She sends me, my mom sends me videos of her like dancing at the old folk, old folks home. I'm like, hey, she's made it. <laughs> That's so bleak. <laughs> no, 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 no. I choose, I choose to see it as a positive. I choose to see it as a positive. I have this fear that that reminds me of that I'm going to get into a biking accident and I'm going to have a traumatic brain injury that will leave me alive, but like 
a shell of what I'm like and that you guys will still have to be friends with me because how could you stop being friends with me just because I had a traumatic brain injury uh, but that you would know it wasn't really the same and that somewhere in my mind I would know it wasn't really the same and it just like that's what I think of I imagine like you have dementia but you're happy it's like but aren't you also like a little confused <laughs> and like yeah. thinking something's not quite right yeah I would try to tell you like an anecdote about my like dating life or something that usually you would kind of spin into gold Sarah and and make it interesting in your own way but then you would just be like that's boring <laughs> bring me oatmeal <laughs> 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 Yeah, I might kind of, fa- yeah. I would start maybe phasing you out. <laughs> That's what I think. I think you would. I think you guys would still see me sometimes, but not, you know, we wouldn't be going through the bike ride in Prospect Park, unless that was the only thing I liked to do, I guess, then. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I Who mean, knows? maybe, I mean, could you, Is in this hypothetical, didn't you say that you're like paralyzed or something? No, I just have a traumatic brain injury. I can't, I can't remember all my memories and stuff. So you can't remember yeah. your memories, but you can bike. <laughs> bike. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Why not? And I remembered that I love to bike. A yeah. very gifted at biking. In fact, <laughs> a lot better. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, we talked about this, I think, on the very first episode. But I think the best way to die would be uh, um, when you're being president and you're in a convertible car and you're waving at people in Dallas, Texas, with your hot ass wife. You are campaigning. Uh, for the presidency, then from the grassy knoll, a single bullet pierces your head and lights out. Last thing you remember, you are on top of the world. Hell yeah, that's how I. That is how I want to go. Mm-hmm. And all you need to do in order for that to happen is that you need to uh, botch an invasion of Cuba. Mm-hmm. And go after the mafia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I I heard that um when. I can't remember if it was John F. Kennedy. I think it might have actually been Bobby Kennedy when he got assassinated that Ted Kennedy was in Congress and uh, someone came and told him, like, your brother has been shot and he was trying to get on a phone call to find out, like, are you okay? Um, Wait, but to, all the to phone ask lines... his brother if he had been to shot. To ask his brother if he was okay. okay. Yeah. But all the phone lines were busy in Washington because everybody else, like, heard the news and everyone was, like, calling people about it and he couldn't get anyone to, like, Damn. get off the phone and let him use the phone. And I just think that that's, that's, that's ass. Like, that's like when someone arrives somewhere and and there's, like, caution tape all around their house and they're like, let me in! That's but, I live here. but I live yeah. here! I yeah. live here! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But nobody cares. <laughs> they're like, you're crazy. <laughs> That's my husband. That's my husband. <laughs> you wish it. You yeah. wish. He's a 10. You're a four. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. And then they high five. Got him. Yeah. high five each other. Yeah. All your friends say that they, you could, they could do better than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, something else I had on the list to talk about, but it's one of those things where I don't have anything to say about it, and that's why I wanted to ask about it. Taylor Swift and that released another album. Is that what happened? Yeah, she week? well, so she had released this album. Um, I almost called it Anthropology because it, <laughs> it, it might as well be. That's like the vibe of it. It was no, it was called Mythology or Folklore. And then, please in the comments, correct me. Go off. And yeah. then she released a surprise album. She had been, which it's mm. like, Christmas. I work my ass off on anything. You think I'm going to not talk about it 
and like make two animated movies not talk about one release is surprise no i'm gonna be posting about it the whole time so kudos to her for holding keeping that secret yeah yeah she must have been pretty excited Uh, but uh anyways so i guess she released another thing what i think about is cool about taylor Swift is she like encompasses the whole thing about being a celebrity in this moment i think she's already been canceled and she's What? what you spilled beer on your computer Oh my oh, god. Oh no. Oh no. All right, I'm getting on my bike. I'm coming. Fuck. Over. <laughs> Come over now. <laughs> Please, Sarah. <laughs> Wait, did it get inside the crevices and the nooks and crannies? I think it's not. I think we're okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Your work computer or your play computer? My play. Computer. Wait, your yeah, your gaming play. laptop that you just bought? No, 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 oh. my other one. Okay, okay. That's okay. <laughs> Man, that's so funny you have that gaming laptop. I know. I'm like yeah. this this rich little little fat boy. <laughs> and it's funny that you bought that after your therapist told you that you're young but you're not that young. And then you go out. <laughs> Why did your therapist say that shit to you when clearly out of the three of us you're the one who's most worried about aging? Yeah. Um, I he was saying in the context of like my job, I think he was telling Sam to quit his job and pursue his dreams. He said, "You're you're young, but you're not that young, so yeah. you have to go for it, brother." Yeah. Wait, but your therapist did not sound that slick. And this brings me to something you said to me, Sarah, that you sent me that tweet that kind of got viral, where people were like, "One thing that's missing from the I don't know, and I don't know who tweeted this. I'm not gonna I'm not going to credit them." So it'll come to me, like credit the people you make to get the content off of. I don't know who it is. I'm Intellectual property, you know. It's dust in the wind. In it. If you yep. tweeted yeah, it, it's not way. yours anymore. It's all of our idea. But she was like, one thing that's missing from this whole uh, uh, therapy discourse is a lot of therapists are not good. And you sent that to me to corroborate yes. this experience you'd had where every therapist you went to see was not good was just like some random person. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, it was like just calling any random person and telling them <laughs> like the most Hello? personal, embarrassing things Hello, about myself. I can't hear you that well. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> and just telling them all the shit and having them be like, oh gosh, I'm not sure what you should do about it. Sorry, that. I'm at the grocery store right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hold on one second? I need to check out. So Whoa, I've never so heard of that. <laughs> you oh should you should uh, see you should see someone about that. Yeah, I'm not sure where to go with this. How did that happen? How did you get like that? <laughs> Have you tried retracing your steps and just going back and undoing it? Yeah. It's just crazy. It was just random fucking people, you know? And like they had degrees, but I truly don't believe in uh, higher education. I think maybe there's something to it if you're a scientist because that you have to be able to get into the lab to run the tests on the monkeys and stuff. So you have to go to school for that. <laughs> you, at least, you at least have to prove that you know how to feed the monkeys or something. Exactly. No, I mean, but, I have met people who are like, I'm going to become a therapist and I'm like, fuck. You should not. You know? You should not? Really? Yeah, I you mean, know people? Well, no. I mean, I've just met people who are like, yeah, I'm getting like a master's or like a PhD. And I'm like, wow, you're like not that smart. Yes. I remember like one of the meanest girls from my high school posting on Instagram. She was getting her master's in like gender studies at some great school that I was like, there's what can we learn from you? 
<laughs> what can we? What can the world you learn from you about being a popular mean girl? She might find yeah. a new gender. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You've already done enough, haven't you? Already contributed enough to make people may feel bad about their gender and sexuality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But people are just allowed to do whatever they want, so I just don't believe in it. And and they give you a degree, and they say go out and talk to people, and I yeah doesn't make any sense to me. Um. Why did this come up? Because, because, dude, sometimes you tell me about stuff you're there. I don't. Wait, does your therapist listen to the podcast? I don't think so. No, <laughs> no. I don't know. No, and he they're seemed... not my therapist anymore. Really? Oh, yeah. You stop seeing a therapist? They uh, don't take my insurance anymore. Hmm. Did he tell you that he thought you were done anyway, and you didn't need him? No. <laughs> oh, was he I think sad? He liked me. I think he was like, "We should keep doing this," and I was like. And then I was kind of like, oh, well, if this insurance is not going to pay for it, I I don't think this is worth He's it. He's like, we should get a beer sometime for free. You're like, I don't know about that. <laughs> for <laughs> free, <laughs> a free beer. <laughs> Let's hang out, um, dude. Smoke weed. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he, we were, we brought it up because he said, I'm, I'm young, but I'm not that young. I just yeah. he would sometimes say stuff to you that I was like, oh, that's just like a guy. That's something that. a guy would yeah. say. I yeah, I told this to Sarah, but I I sort of felt like I was I was smart enough to lead myself to my own conclusions, and what mm, I really yes. just needed hacking was the auspices the for for talking about myself to somebody. Nothing better know? than just hacking your therapist psychology, just opening him up like a clock, <sighs> being like, let's see what makes you tick. Turn this yeah. around. But Sarah, I don't think that's what you need because I think you already talk about yourself. I don't need you, someone to talk. Yes. Yeah, I need soma- a somatic therapy. I need someone to do stuff to me physically. <laughs> um, <laughs> like energy yeah. healing? Yeah, energy healing. Or I have a friend who told me they have a therapist who will, um, if they have some like obtrusive, intrusive thought, will take that thought out of their short-term memory and move it into their long-term memory so that it doesn't occur as frequently. That's how they described it to me. And I was like, that sounds great. But they never know. forget it again. <laughs> yeah, then it's really in there forever. They never so forget kinda... that they have that they think they have bed bugs. Yes. <laughs> so Nasty I, bargain. I, I told my mom that you were having trouble looking for a therapist, and she said something that I remember thinking, "Oh, I should relay that to Sarah. It's really it's a smart thing to say." But then I I've forgotten it, so I'm gonna follow up with her and then tell you. And then follow up with me. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Cool. My friend Jalal has commented uh, a sideways face, like, and I don't know if that's because I said that I don't believe in higher education when Jalal is getting his PhD in plasma physics. Jalal, for you, it makes that sense. I don't know where else you would get plasma that from. You've got to go into university. You can, you can make like a gun, like a plasma yeah. gun yes. or something, or a cannon. It's like a halo. Yeah. And you need yeah. a lot of plasma to be able to do that kind of stuff. And a normal person is hard to get. I think yeah. that there's stuff in higher education that you can't fake. Plasma, I don't think you can fake knowing about that. Because I don't know what it is, and I think you really have to learn what it is to get the degree. I tell you what, though, I tell I tell people who get paid lots of money, who run multi-billion-dollar tech programs at at big companies, I tell them how to do their jobs every day, and I don't have a degree in that at all. I have a degree in theater, and that (laughs) and that's very useful. What you do (laughs) that, that supports the evidence, though, that you really don't need a higher degree. To to do to take on the the mantle of expertise really in anything. Yeah, when I see somebody getting an MBA, that blows my mind. Like, why would you need to go, 
why would you need to go to school to sit? The whole country is a business. Just go work in it somewhere, right? Like do the business stuff. That seems just totally facile. I don't understand that. That's it. Sarah, I don't, I don't want to be mean, but sometimes you say the word facile and I don't know what you mean. What does it mean? Uh, facile. I think it means stupid or like, uh, flat on like uncomplicated. Let's look it up. What does, I didn't I mean to be an asshole, but Easy. it's a thing that, no. that you say sometimes and I think about it and I thought, hey, maybe it's a way to fill the next five minutes. Hell yeah. Yeah. I say it all the time. <clears throat> I say it. I just say it instead of saying that sounds dumb to me. <clears throat> I think facile. I, I have a different, I've heard it in a different context and I'll say what it is once you tell me what you, what you find. I have it, it right here. Do you want me to read it, Sarah? Or would yeah. you like to do the honors? Okay, no, you so read it. You read it. Two meanings. Number one, adjective. Appearing neat and comprehensive only by ignoring the true complexities of an issue, issue, superficial. And then number two is, especially of success in sports, easily achieved, effortless. Hmm. Hmm. I guess I use it to mean superficial, but maybe I'm not, I'm not using it right. No, I, I didn't mean to put the spotlight on you. I'm just curious and... Put uh, the spotlight on me. I don't want to get shut out again of this episode, so I'm willing to sort of step forward and... <laughs> take the bullet. Fleet yeah. Bayless, shut her out. Yeah, take the bullet, yeah. <laughs> we, have, we have 10 minutes left. We're Let's shut her out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we talk about Disco Elysium, Sam. <laughs> I think it's funny if I'm misusing that word because I use it as like a smart word for dumb, but I'm using it wrong <laughs> yeah sarah you have a few Fuck. words that you use that i think are that are like sarah words uh, anodyne anodyne i say that all the time um yeah. facile cavalier intelligentsia yeah there's another one. Oh, it's not inane but it is similar to anodyne yeah oh what is it not is inane. anodyne you can roast me back. I I really don't want this to seem mean. I'm just if, if you're just tuning in, we're playing words are friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone's saying what's going on here. Someone's going. Someone's saying what's going on. So <laughs> what am I listening to this. This is Raisin Man Arena. We do it every Sunday night. I'm Felipe. Um, is- me and Felipe met, uh, what, like a year and a half ago, <laughs> I guess doing open mics, Sam also, and then we came up with the idea to do a live show and then we decided the, to do a podcast. Yes. And that, that's what we're doing. Yeah, that's what we're so doing. So then we're doing the podcast that we thought of. And then the yeah. moment that you walked in on, I was telling Sarah the different words that she says sometimes. And so if you're and not- it was sort of an interesting thing because Felipe was saying these words that I use a lot and then he was saying sorry you can roast me back and that made me feel I was like oh well in what sense are you roasting me you think I shouldn't be saying those words all the time or it just shows a, a sort of a lack of imagination to use the same five words uh, well I, I mean it's not necessarily a roast you don't have to see it as a roast but sometimes when one says a word and someone points out that they're using a smart word then it's kind of like I'm calling your bluff you're saying a smart word you're, tr- mm. you're trying to be a smarty pants but that's not, mm. you know, I was just pointing. Anyway, so um, kicked, kick and it's kicking it since I don't know. I can't see your full. Yeah, what the hell does anodyne mean? Oh, who are you? Can we ban this person? Who is it? I don't know. If you're one of Seth's detractors, please leave <laughs> right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you're one of those guys, we don't want you here. 
But if we're someone we like, stay. And stay. And if you're one of my friends, let me know. What the hell does anodyne mean? What does it mean? It's like uh, inoffensive, like- nondescript, uh, mm-hmm. uninteresting. Yeah. Felipe, I remember Quotidian. you you told me once earlier on in our relationship that I used big words. Do you feel like I still do that anymore? I think you really measure it in the way you talk. And sometimes you don't use big words. And I actually try to imitate this thing that you do words. You don't necessarily use big words, but you like construct your ideas in a kind of sophisticated way. Even if you're not using big words. You still do sometimes use big words, but they never feel like you're using them wrong. <clears throat> I think that you used to... in like a Sarah Wilson kind of <laughs> yes in the Sarah Wilson yeah, manner yeah. in the Sarah Wilson style. This was anodyne and facile, and I'm and this is Cavalier yeah. as well. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say I agree with Jalal in the comments that the way I used facile wasn't wasn't wrong, but yeah, yeah no, I think I, it was right. I think it was right. Um, I yeah, Sam, you do talk in a very measured way. It sometimes makes me feel a little suspicious, where I'm like. Yeah, What's, I'm like a spy. He's bullshitting me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, it's so calm and measured and cool. It's like a little American Psycho style, like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah I'm like a spy from yeah. Russia, and English yeah. is my second language. I think... So I talk slowly. The biggest thing that I'd like to do, that I, this is a thing that I've been trying to do consciously, is to not use big words, and to be clear and, like, be... Um, sophisticated in the things that I say but to not use any big words I don't think I always do it I think sometimes I fail but that would be my goal why? I mean I guess sometimes you need some word to say something it's like this is the only word that communicates this thing but I think sometimes uh, one reaches for the big word and there's a little bit of I think it I think it alienates people. That's it. If you're talking yeah, you to someone, you have to unlearn. Yes, you have to unlearn academia. Mm. Yeah, the bad habits of academia. Yeah, it's better to just say something in a simple way because then you're forced to actually like really know what you're say, saying. What are you saying? What are you saying? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. I think it's funny a lot of times when people use big words, especially words I never hear people say. It just like is a punchline to end a sentence with a word that usually is really really specific to the thing you're talking about and is exactly right like that makes me laugh i also like it just as a language thing that even if you don't know what a big word is and someone uses it if they're saying what they're saying clearly enough you can guess what it means and so it's like a little riddle if you don't know what the word is but they're being clear you can yes it's like the SATs. what does this word mean in the the context exactly and so then you learn the word from if you can figure out the sentence if you know what the person's talking about so i think it's kind of cool yeah i guess I don't know. Sometimes it just feels... I mean, I don't think this is always the case. Sometimes people are really honest in their use of the word. Like, they really want to use it because it really gets across the meaning. But to an outsider, sometimes it can look like the person's trying to be smart. And, like, they're trying to show off. Even if that's not the case. Um, But, yeah. Even, like, things that aren't big words, but they're just, like, weird. Like, for instance, a thing that I do that I say that I kind of wish I didn't is that I say quite instead of pretty like being like yeah that's quite bad instead of saying that's pretty bad I don't know why I started saying that but now I say it and mm. it's weird mm. it's a weird guy thing who's to the, do who's, who in your life did that? I don't know I don't know why I started saying quite but I do 
I don't know. To me, no, you go, Sam. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to shut you out, Sarah. Not in these last five minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know. There's just something to me about like being like, oh, you people, you should use smaller words to be able to communicate with more people and be more accessible. To me, there's something almost something like kind of false about that, or like pandering or something. Where I'm like, mm, I I don't know. I don't. I just don't. I don't really get it. Yeah, I I like the spirit of that. Use a big word. It's fun. Yeah. You don't have to be an asshole about it. And people who can pull it off well. And people I, know all sorts yeah. of different words. People of all classes and education levels know words that I don't know that they use that are like slang words or words specific to their culture that then I figure out through hearing what they said. Or I don't True. know. And that's just like part of language-based communication. And I think it's cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. maybe. It's this idea that I need to unlearn words and talk in a certain way to appeal to people. It's just like, that's eh, kind of fake. What? No, but I think you do need to be able to code switch, I think, in various sure. moments. Sure. Yeah, a thing Felipe, I'm that I picked up from you that I'm trying to unlearn is saying the word "sure" when someone is saying something that I agree with. I feel like I I do that. Oh, because it doesn't does it, it doesn't sound yeah. like you really you're like fine. Right, like, yeah. that's fine. right. You're like sure, sure. It's like what you're saying is boring and stupid, and uh, I don't want you to get to what you're really saying. Well, it can, but I don't. It can mean yes, you are. You know, it doesn't need because. I know what you mean, some. But if you tune your ear the right way, it sounds fine. Yeah, but so much easier to say yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Sure, I think there's yes. almost something sweeter about saying sure, sure, sure. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that's not how you guys say it. Uh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I think I'm trying to do that. I picked up from you, Sam, as being a stupid asshole. Oh, no. <laughs> stupid no. idiot. Yeah. Oh, damn. That cuts. Mm. That hurts. <laughs> yeah. But, guys, the gift I give is that you have to explain things to me on the podcast, okay? Because yeah. you don't know anything. Yeah. Exactly. About anything. If it was just Sarah and you, Felipe, you guys would just be, you'd be going off talking about stuff and there would never be anyone to ground you. Mm. In, in, in By saying... What do you mean by that? What does that mean? I didn't. I haven't heard about that stuff. Like things like that. It's a little gift. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm trying to think if there's any other gifts I've gotten or anything that I've learned from either of you. Mm. I guess that I should work harder if I don't want to be left behind. <laughs> you know, mm. I come over to your apartment and we're hanging out. Someone is working on something. Which I think is pretty, pretty crazy. I've been giving my 3D guy eyebrows. Wow, they look pretty good. Sarah, do you think, do you think that's an attractive quality? Working or like a thing, yeah, or or like a thing you would want to create in your own life. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, I, I think so. I think so. I think. Um. I think for maybe the years of um being like 13 to 19 it was cool to like radically not care about ever working or doing anything and then that then you, then it's not cool anymore and you got to work it on stuff yeah yeah but i've been surprised by your by your life story sarah because you know you have sort of sold yourself as a kind of rock and roll like that's sort of the image you yeah right but on. then you told yeah. me <laughs> that and we've said this before but that you got a perfect sat score and that you worked really hard for it that's right and I I think you are very smart and and hardworking. Actually, I think in spite of maybe your 
your image or I don't know, you know, how you'd, you, I don't know if you'd say that your image isn't hardworking, but, um, that's my image. Yeah. I was surprised. That's my, yeah. Cause I didn't work. You're not a nerd, I you didn't, know, and getting a, getting a perfect SAT score is what a nerd does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I, I didn't have to work hard for the SAT score. I thought the SAT was easy. Yeah. So. I did not feel that way. That's it. Yeah. Me neither. Me neither. But Sarah, I also think you're attracted to people who are like really like like hard workers and strange people that like devote their lives to like big strange things. Does that make sense at all? I guess I think you're, you're attracted to people who make like big who, who essentially who are like like yeah like hard workers and who who are like little geniuses mm. i think you like that yeah like a guy who's 45 and blows glass lives in a van yeah that that's yeah just your that's sauce. the guy i worked for at the christmas yeah. tree thing <laughs> yeah man it's so funny to talk to people like that i feel like it's just a lot of um it's funny when you encounter someone who really wants to say a bunch of stuff to you about their life and you just have to be like, all right, and now I'm a vessel for this all to pass through me and I'm not going to remember anything or learn anything from it, but you can share that with me. That's interesting because I always thought you're really good at like, pretend or not pretending, being excited about whatever anybody's telling you. I think that's what makes you likable. You always like smiling and like, whoa, that's crazy at any yeah. dumbass thing. Yeah, I feel like in the last year, though, I've started to feel like sometimes people tell you stuff and you're like, that's actually boring. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like want to hear any more about it. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, do you think you're in like a transition period in your life where you're like go becoming a, a person, like a doer? Uh, I wouldn't really define it that way, but I always feel like I'm in a transition period in my life. Yeah, mm. and I feel like I'm in one now. Do you, mm. are, are you in a transition period? No, <laughs> I don't have the, I don't sort of have the sort of the, the kind of morning excitement or like the dawn of something new feeling about me. Mm. Maybe I need to take like some drugs or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On a walk. Or take a class. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. but Sam, you just put out this thing with Adult Swim. I think that that's like a huge achievement. I mean, you know, they, they bought your like Smalls animation. You started animating when COVID started. I think that's huge. Yeah. Dude. That's amazing. Yeah. That's wild. That's wild sauce. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. I thought that was really exciting and cool. And I was so excited when I found out that they were going to use it. Um, and then. But I think, I think we go through like sort of little periods in our life where we're like, re feel like we're like reinventing ourselves. And I feel like I don't know if I'm in that. I'm I'm going to hit one of those moments soon, but I'm I don't think I'm in that right now. If that makes sense. That's all. But I was really excited about that adult swim thing. Yep. And, uh, and and I have so many people to thank for it. Most of all you Felipe. Oh, thank you. Wow. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate that, Sam. Yep. I'm doing just fine. I'm playing video games and having fun. And it is 9:30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I think the episode should be wrapping up. 
that's it guys that that's another little episode where we unpack our lives and our friendship do i have each like ba- i feel yeah. like i have bags under my eyes do you see that i just no, you're not I think... close enough to the camera for me and to you tell. look very low quality really? tonight yeah you're all dotty and like bitch low quality yeah there's yeah. this webcam is bad i might buy a better one I just always think i have like bags whatever um fun yeah mm-hmm. another I'd do it again i do it again got- right now we're talking about doing episodes recording them back to back yeah. So right now we'd be done with episode one and we would say, all right, everybody, welcome to Racing yeah. Man. This is Sarah and Sam and Felipe. How's everybody doing? What yeah. What about a nice like 8.31 cup of coffee in our hands? Eight first thing in the morning? That sounds kind of oh. cool. I, I would be on. And the night a- is when I get sad and sleepy. I've had two beers. I'm ready to go I to know, bed. You, you get know? sad on Sunday nights, but you wouldn't be able to tell from listening to Raisin Man. Well, actually, maybe yeah. not. You were talking about your dad's suicide and stuff like that. So. Yeah, <laughs> saying that that he respected him for yeah. it and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I think coming suicide was the bravest thing that man ever did. <laughs> yeah, uh, damn. Um, yeah, let's do it. Okay, we're doing two episodes. We're not going to Patreon. Who cares? We don't need to be... I don't... We don't need the money. We don't need that money. Who gives we're a flush. shit? Sam's gonna start subsidizing me and Felipe's life so that we're all balanced out perfectly equal. <laughs> I already am. I already am for my taxes. <laughs> I'm paying taxes all year round. Felipe knows. Yeah. And we're living off the teat, me and Sarah. Okay. I'm gonna play that Jane's Addiction song and kind of uh, play us out. Goodbye, everybody. Raisin Man Arena.